0: You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Ari's upcoming season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. Hey everyone, welcome to podcast number 54. I am your host, Reality Steve, and this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast, going back to the old school ways, as next week is actually one year since we started the podcast. The uh, first one was December 5th of, of 2016, so um, it just happened. The timing worked out to where I'm going to talk on this one. No guests this week. It's just going to be me, just to update you on what's going on with things, because I know a lot of you had some questions, and there hasn't been a lot of writing lately, and there's a reason for that. So I'll get into that in a second. Again, if you could subscribe, rate, and review in Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. It certainly helps the podcast. Uh, This podcast today is brought to you by Home2Go. Did you know that you pay different prices on different sites for the same vacation rental? Home2Go is the biggest vacation rental site. By searching on Home2Go just once, you can compare prices from hundreds of booking sites. This holiday season, Home2Go is offering our listeners exclusive deals on rentals in Florida, California, and more across the country with up to 75% off. Go to home 2 Steve to unlock these private deals before Tuesday, December 5th. Also, want to talk to you uh, about. Sorry, had another one here. I swear I did. Where is it? Oh, Credible. Sorry. Credible. Online marketplace for student loan refinancing. Using Credible's simple platform, it takes less than two minutes. To find out if you're overpaying on your student loans, you could save thousands by refinancing. All you have to do is visit Credible.com slash reality. Answer a few questions right away. You'll get real rates, not ranges of rates, from multiple lenders. Checking your rates will not affect your credit score, so you really have nothing to lose here. The average user who refinances goes to Credible, saves almost $19,000 over the life of their loan. And for a limited time my listeners will get a $200 welcome bonus when refinancing through credible.com/reality. That's credible.com/reality. All right, let's get to uh what you want to what you came here for and what you want to know what's going on with with everything and if you happen to read before you listen to the podcast, you pretty much know what I'm going to say. And if you're hearing this first, you'll be hearing this for the first time and you could do uh, my column today is basically a written version of what I'm going to say verbally. Obviously, I can go a little bit longer verbally and talk. You all know that sometimes I can be wordy and I can talk a lot. And I'm just going to try and lay out here for you exactly what's going on. So if you know my site and you know how The Bachelor works, they film September through November. And they f- usually, uh, about a week before Thanksgiving, end filming. And for the last three or four seasons, if you go back on the site, I have had the uh, finale spoiled, the the fi- at least the final four breakdown spoiled before uh, Thanksgiving, right around usually that Wednesday, sometimes on Thanksgiving. And um, if you go back the last three or four seasons, that's what you would see that the uh, the Bachelor winner was was put out there at that time. This season was no different. Last Tuesday on November twenty first, I had sent out a tweet in regards to hey, looking to just basically dotting a few I's, crossing a few T's, just making sure I had the correct ending before posting it. It's coming. The very next day, my lawyer received an email from NZK Productions, who is the production company that uh, produces The Bachelor. So let's let's get that right off the bat because I know that a lot of people like to say things and like to think certain things that they don't know anything about. ABC has never been after me. When you know, if, for those that are new, this this show has sued me twice. They sued me back in 2011, they sued me back in 2012. We settled both times. ABC was not part of that. ABC's name never appeared anywhere in the lawsuit. You can look it up. They're not suing me. They don't sue me. They've never sued me. It's NZK Productions, which is the production company for the Bachelor show. So the show is coming after me. Whether or not they've had the higher-ups at ABC tell them to file against me, maybe that's the case. I don't really know. All I know is what's on the paperwork in the past lawsuits that they've sent to me, and ABC's name is nowhere to be found. It's NZK Productions and Warner Horizon Entertainment, which um, is is who sues me, uh, who has sued me in the past. So last Tuesday, sent out that tweet. I was planning on spoiling, the doing the Final Four breakdown. Either that went the next day, Wednesday, or on Thanksgiving Day, and then I would have the month of December, basically, to get together your episode-by-episode spoilers. And I've got a lot of them, but small things missing here and there. But I've had the Final Four breakdown since last, basically last Tuesday night, I was just double-checking. We got an email uh, from the legal team that represents NZK, basically sending me a cease and desist. And saying, essentially, you need to not spoil the season. And if we don't hear from you by Monday, which when you get a cease and desist letter the day before Thanksgiving, then the next business day is Monday. So thanks for the one day heads up. We really appreciate it. And uh, we, we did respond. And essentially they said, expect legal action if you spoil the season. And so there's two options here for me. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty simple. The options are, Steve, don't spoil the season or any future seasons because they don't want me spoiling the show again. And or spoil it. And possibly have a lawsuit thrown at you, and you know I've said this for years. Anybody that's listened to me long enough knows that I, I've been doing this almost fifteen years. In two thousand nine, is when the spoiler started, but writing wise, I've been doing this almost fifteen years now. And I've always said, like, what I do in the grand scheme of things is very small on the radar. I am not this. I am I'm not giving nuclear codes out. You know, I am not. Insider trading here, giving you secrets on Wall Street. Just, I'm giving you spoilers to a reality show. Like That's what I do. This isn't the CIA here, okay? Even in the TV world, I think what I do is not really that big of a deal. If The Bachelor was the only show on television, yeah, I think it'd be a huge deal and everybody in the world would be talking about it. But we obviously know that's not the case. It never has been. I get information from people who tell me and I report it. It seems very simple. And over the years, ever since I've been spoiling and been consistent with my spoilers, I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said, I love the spoilers. It gives me a different way to watch the show. And I've always said that I don't give you spoilers. So you don't watch the show. I give you spoilers. So you watch the show differently and you learn stuff that you probably wouldn't know. And I think people get that by now, but obviously there are a lot of newcomers and people are finding out about me for the first time every time a new season rolls around because this show might get new people and then they Google stuff and my name comes up. But I don't really understand where this show comes from and saying that there's any sort of damages that I may cause or I'm, I'm negative towards the show in terms of affecting their ratings because... This show's been on 34 seasons, and it's been on for 15 years. And during the course of that, and I'm, and I'm just talking Bachelor and Bachelorette, and during the course of those years, they've added three seasons of Bachelor, Pad, They've added four seasons of Bachelor in Paradise, and they've got a, another show that they're adding in February, Winter Games. So to me, I don't see how in the world that they're going to sit here and contend that anything that I do, and, and I, because I spoil the show, that's somehow damaging or affecting the show. I think anybody with half a brain realizes that, What I do only brings attention to their show, and they should probably thank me for what I do. But that's not my decision to make. That's their decision to make. So the bottom line is, I tweeted out last Tuesday I was going to spoil the show. We got a cease and desist last Wednesday, so I'm like, okay, let me figure out exactly what I can do here. Spoke to my lawyer. And our response um, to their cease and desist, which had a lot of things in there that really didn't make any sense to me. I'm not not saying because I didn't understand it because of legal jargon or anything like that. My lawyer explained to me what they did. It just, I, I'm so confused by these people. I don't really get it. Um, <laughs> uh, it came down to, I have two options. Don't spoil the show ever again or spoil it and possibly face a lawsuit. Option number one is off the table. This is my job. This is my livelihood. And these people are trying to prevent me from doing it. And they're infringing on my First Amendment rights. They're infringing on freedom of speech. And with everything going on in this world right now, and everything that's been happening, and you, know, you read stories about how the press is being handled and treated. Obviously, I'm on a much smaller scale than some of the bigger stuff that's happening in this country right now. But... It's still being done, and it's being done to me now, and it sucks. And I'm not happy about it. Who would be? Uh, I even, in our response to the legal team for NZK Productions, I even told them that I would be willing to give them, under a protective order, mind you, to keep these names protected, proof that my information this season about the ending of that I'm going to give you, did not involve any wrongdoing or improper communications. They didn't respond to it. And for those that don't remember, you know, like I said, they sued me in 2011, they sued me in 2012. The last lawsuit was in May in 2012. The terms of that settlement were confidential. All I was allowed to say was the case was amicably resolved. Here they are, back in November of 2017, firing off threats and possible lawsuits off off baseless claims that they are making. In their in their cease and desist letter, and so here we are. They're trying to silence me again with threats of a lawsuit if I post the spoilers uh, from this point forward of of re season or not Peter season for those that like that. We've tried working out an agreement with them. Uh, we've tried telling them, like I said, along with trying to offer them proof and just saying, look. I can prove to you that my information didn't come from any sort of improper communication or you know, improper inducing people to breach any contracts. Uh, they don't seem to care. They just completely ignored what we had to say. Um, they're bullying me into essentially giving up my sources. And they're trying to prevent me from having a livelihood. I, To me, it doesn't make sense because like I said earlier, I don't understand... Because they know, and I know, and I think a lot of you know, that what I do is essentially free advertising for them. Like, as much as I talk about it, and as much as I put information out there, people love talking about what I post on my site. And that just brings attention to their show. And for whatever reason, they have it out for me still. After nine years of doing this, they still have it out for me. And essentially, they're bullying me. And they are affecting my freedom of speech and going after my First Amendment rights. And I I can tell you right now, I'm not going to back down. I've been doing this too long. I know how I've been doing it. I'm not going to let them do this to me. And... By posting this today on my site and what I'm about to tell you in regards to the ending of the show and getting the spoilers out there today, a lawsuit's probably coming my way. It seemed pretty clear in the season-desist letter. Basically, Steve, if you post spoilers, we have no choice but to uh, you know, file legal action against you. Okay? What else am I going to do? Not post the spoilers because they told me not to? I'm just not going to do that. Uh, but my stance right now is I'm talking about major news outlets. Um, we're talking about news outlets like, I mean, I don't the entertainment news sites are going to be a little bit difficult because we know that there are certain entertainment sites who have Bachelor contestants on their shows, who interview their Bachelor contestants, whether it's before the season even starts, sometimes during it, but post-show. I'd be really surprised if those people take my side or report my side of the story of what's going on, that this this company and this show is trying to silence the one person who for the last nine years – spoiled a lot of their stuff 95% of the stuff I've spoiled has ended up being correct episode by episode stuff winners eliminations roses dates all that stuff but I'd say this is a big deal in this journalistic world that we live in now and what's going on in the country with certain things I'd say someone trying to silence me and someone trying to prevent me from doing my job is a big deal so here, that's where we're at And um, I'm going to spoil it for you in a second. And I just wanted to let everybody know where we were at with everything. Because I know you've been asking where are things and why haven't you said anything. And well, because I was weighing my options here since last Wednesday when we got the cease and desist. It would have posted last Wednesday or Thursday on on Thanksgiving. I didn't know which day I was going to do it, but I was all set to go. And we got the cease and desist. So obviously I wanted to respond to them and see what their response would be back to me and my lawyer, and they never responded. So I'm not going to wait any longer. There's no point. Either they're going to come after me or they're not. So here it is. Before we get to the spoilers real quick, on the end of the show, let me uh, tell you about a couple other sponsors. Uh, We got Stitcher Premium, and the holidays are coming up, so why not give yourself the gift of Stitcher Premium, and you know – You get 50% off your first payment for a limited time. When you go to stitcher.com slash premium, use the promo code Steve 50. That's $17 and 50 cents for an entire year of stitcher premium. And let me tell you, you know, I want to talk to you about stitcher premium because I have a monthly podcast on stitcher premium with Charlene joint. Episode six is posted today and it's called, he said, she said we give relationship advice. We get, take calls. We have a topic that we go over in the dating world Um, it's been a lot of fun. We got another six episodes lined up and then, uh, Stitcher Premium gets you access to other new original shows, exclusive bonus episodes of your favorite podcasts and hundreds of stand-up comedy albums. Just go to stitcher.com slash premium. Use the promo code Steve 50. That's Steve five Oh for 50% off your first payment. Also credible.com student loans can completely wipe you out if you don't get a handle on them. How do you do that? And that's credible.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace for student loan refinancing and using their simple platform. It takes less than two minutes to find out if you're overpaying on your student loans. Plus, you can save thousands by refinancing. All you have to do is visit Credible.com slash reality, answer a few quick questions, and right away, you'll get real rates, not ranges of rates, from multiple lenders. Credible.com is completely free to use, and checking your rates will not affect your credit score, so you have nothing to lose. The average user who refinances through Credible.com saves over $19,000 over the life of their loan. Think about what you could do with 19 grand, And for a limited time, our listeners will get $200 welcome bonus when refinancing through Credible.com slash reality. Pay off your student loans faster or lower your monthly payment. Whatever works for you. Just go to Credible.com slash reality. So let's get to the spoilers. We are... The last spoiler you got for me was the Final Four that I gave you. Uh, before the Final Four started filming, I told you the first three that we're getting there is Tia. And then it was... Uh, who was second? I forget? Oh, Lauren. And then Becca was third. And then I didn't know the fourth. And then on the day of the fourth uh, hometown, I told you it was going to be Kendall Long. Um, so those are your final four. They were filmed in that order. I haven't given you anything since then. And we're just going to continue with the spoilers. I'm just going to continue as I usually do. And I'll deal with the consequences. Obviously, it has nothing to do with you. But obviously, in, 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 I mean, it doesn't affect you at all. But I just needed some time to figure out what my plan of action was and and whatnot. So those are your final four. I I can confirm to you. I mentioned it when I mentioned the final four, but I can confirm to you now. Kendall Long never got a one-on-one date all season. So it is kind of weird that she made the final four without a one-on-one. I think it's happened one other time. Uh, But that was – if we're taking the last ten seasons when the show has kind of taken off, it's never happened. Um. I think the last person to not get a one-on-one was and get to the final four was I believe Deanna, but we're talking, that's Brad 1.0. That was before 2010, different show now. But since this show has come back in the mainstream and you have 11 episodes, Brad's season didn't even have 11 episodes. So we're talking full season, 11 episodes where it's episodes one through, uh, where the seventh episode is the, episode before Hometowns or whatever, no one's, since that, that that schedule has taken place, no one's ever not, no one's ever gotten to the Final Four that didn't have a one-on-one. And we finally got one this season uh, with Kendall Long. She didn't get the one-on-one. However, she wasn't eliminated at number four. That was Tia Booth. So Tia went home after the Hometown Dates. So your final three that headed to Peru were Kendall, Becca, and Lauren. And I can uh, confirm to you, That Kendall was the girl that was eliminated at final three at the overnights in Peru, which is leaving your uh, final two as Lauren and Becca. From what was spoiled during the season, we saw Lauren on a one on one date in Italy. That was her first one on one date. She had a one on one date the very next week in I'm sorry, Paris was her first one-on-one date where I posted the videos of them getting their picture drawn and stuff like that. That was Paris. Then they went to Italy. Lauren had a one-on-one in Italy, which I gave you pictures of as well. I had tweeted out uh, a few days after it had happened. Uh, Becca's first one-on-one was the very first one-on-one of the season. And that was uh, a date that I'll describe to you later. Obviously, you've seen the pictures on TMZ and uh, from the first promo that aired – the first 30-second commercial that aired for this show. You saw a girl on the back of the motorcycle with Ari. That's Becca. And then we saw Becca get a one-on-one when they were in Italy. That was also posted by – that was actually posted by an Italian website. And uh, we saw that. That was like a video of them kind of – they were walking in some town center or something. I kind of – I can sort of visualize that video right now. But, I again, it was something I tweeted out. Uh, when it happened. So those are their two one-on-ones each. Becca had the first one of the season, which is noteworthy, I would say. And she got the one-on-one. They both had one-on-ones in the last stop, Italy, before hometowns. And uh, I can confirm to you that Ari Leyendijk is engaged. And Ari Leyendijk isn't engaged to Becca Cuffren. Now, again, like I say every season, especially after being wrong for the first three weeks, I had reported it on Rachel's season. You know, you can take it with a grain of salt. Whatever you want to believe is fine by me. Um, I'm going to, you're just going to hear me say over and over again all this season. And when I write my recaps, it'll be alluding to the fact that Ari is engaged to Becca because that's what happened. And it's something that I, there's nothing else I can do or say to make you believe it even stronger. I can't say, Oh, I'm thousand percent right. Or a million percent, uh, positive or whatever the case may be. Cause I've said that on past seasons and ended up being wrong, uh, or had to get, had to get it changed. But I mean, the information that I have, that's what, I, that's what I have. I mean, he's engaged to Becca and Lauren got dumped at the, uh, altar or whatever you want to call it. She's the final two girl. Um, So that's your final four breakdown. And again, all stuff I wanted to give you last week, cease and desist came, had to get with my lawyer to figure out exactly what was going on. And like I said earlier, by me doing this today, it's probably a good chance I'm going to have a lawsuit thrown my way now. But what am I going to do? Not do my job? I I don't work that way. And um, I'll deal with the consequences and I'll deal with them uh, assuming a lawsuit happens uh, I think it's baseless uh I think there is stuff that you know everyone's gonna have everyone's gonna have their own opinions and everyone's gonna have their own comments but the bottom line is a lawsuit hasn't been filed yet. Good chance there might be one, but if you haven't seen the emails between me and my lawyer and you haven't seen. The cease and desist that they gave me, you can't really, I mean, I guess, I mean, everyone's entitled to an opinion, I guess, but you know nothing because you haven't been involved with what I've been involved with for the last week. So I guess this is more for the haters and the trolls out there that the ones that, you know, I trust me, I know there's plenty of people out there that don't like me and that's fine. I don't like you either, Um, you know, but you're going to make comments that are going to be based on nothing because you know nothing because nothing's out there yet. Other than what I'm, this is the first you're hearing of anything that's going on, so you can come out and you can you can make all the comments you want. Um, I'm gonna just enjoy what I do and keep doing what I'm doing, and I am am not gonna back down. I'm not gonna be intimidated by this. I'm just gonna keep going, and you'll get more spoilers as we continue on uh, in the month of December. But I wanted to get out the Final Four breakdown. Like I usually do. Usually it's right before Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving. This year it's a week later. Sorry. <laughs> we still have a month before you get your first episode. We still have another two weeks before the headshots and bios make their way online. That's going to be the week of December 11th. And then usually I'm going to have access to the first episode. And I'm going to give you the first episode spoilers. I just needed that week. The You know, once I got the cease and desist last Wednesday, I had to figure out my plan of action here. And uh, today's the proper time figured I'd take care of it this way and let everybody know. So um, I think one thing to – so that's your final four, okay? Tia got eliminated at four. Kendall got eliminated at three. Becca and Lauren are your final two. Ari is engaged. It's not just, oh, he picked her or whatever. He's engaged to Becca. Will it last? No. I mean, the season is a joke. Ari is a joke. I I don't need to continue to harp on stuff that you already knew for a while. I mean, I – I'm very well aware of things with Ari. Um, I, I know things about him that he doesn't know that I know about him. And the bottom line is, and I'm not saying he's really any different from any past Bachelor or the Nick Viles of the world. I told you Nick had zero interest in ever getting married to anybody on the show. And it's the same that for Ari. He's not going on the show to find a wife. He was a last-second replacement, essentially. And... They're going to shove down your throat. Oh, he hasn't been in love since Emily. It's been so long. Ari's dated so many women since Emily, yet he's going to stand by this notion that, oh, I haven't been in love. Well, that's because you've chosen not to be in love. Certainly not by lack of opportunity, because God knows how many women you've been with since Emily. So seems like he has the issue. But regardless of that, Ari was never coming on this show to find a wife. It was to build his brand, uh, to get back into racing, because he sucks at racing. He lost sponsors last year. He's never... I don't think he wins races at all, and, you know, it happens. <laughs> um, it's just, so I'm just going to, the thing is, like, I've said what I've said about Ari. You know how I feel about, uh, about him, and, you know, the sh- this season to me is just a complete joke. But honestly, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm truly being honest here, I feel sorry for Becca. I really do because I'm sure that she was sold a bill of goods for two months and she's been living in fantasy land for two months. And I'm sure Ari said all the right things. He's very charming. I've heard that from many people. He's very charming. He's got away with words. Good for him. But I feel sorry for Becca because I have I know that she has no idea what she's about to venture into. And I feel sorry for, and I'm going to say it throughout the whole season. It sucks. I've heard nothing but good things about Becca since, I've confirmed her as a contestant on the show. Nothing but good things about her. And now that I know that she's engaged to Ari Leindyke and I know that there's not a chance in a million years that those two will ever get married, I feel sorry for her. I really do. So that's my thoughts on Becca. If she's listening or somebody that knows her is listening and it gets back to her, that's fine. That's the whole point. Like, I mean, Becca, trust me. And we've all had friends that have said they didn't like their friend's new boyfriend or slash friend's new girlfriend ari is becca's new guy in her life and she's still in that honeymoon phase and i'm sure what i say is going to go in one ear and out the other to her and that's fine but they're never going to get married so let her experience this now i'll just keep harping on the fact that i feel sorry for her and that's that they're never going to get married because he was never doing this show to get married Anyway, um, that is your final four breakdown. You'll have more spoilers coming in the month of December. But uh, there was a couple of things I wanted to bring up Bachelor-related because some of you came to me after last Thursday when I tweeted out the winner for Bachelor Canada and were like, oh, my gosh, what do you know? What, can, what else can you tell us? Are you going to be covering the Bachelor? Like, look, when I got the information to Bachelor Canada, So many things to point out here. Number one, I mean, obviously I knew Bachelor Canada was a show, but I had never seen it. I didn't know the name of the guy who was the lead. I don't know any of the contestants. I don't plan on watching the show. At the time I was told the ending, which was basically the day before I tweeted it, I did not know how many episodes were left, how many girls were left, How is it the same as the American version? Do they... Do four girls get hometowns? Like I have no idea about any of this stuff. I don't care about the show. I'm never going to watch the show. But based on how I got the information and how I know that this guy, what's his name, Chris, he chose Michaela over Lindsay. Michaela and Lindsay are the final two. He chose Michaela. He didn't propose to her. And they broke up very shortly thereafter, and they're not together right now. So that's all I can tell you. Um any questions you have for me i'm not going to be able to answer so there's really no point to ask i don't know anything more but i know that to be true and but in terms of future canada seasons or episodes or any dirt like i know nothing if the next season of bachelor canada comes around or bachelorette i don't have they had a bachelorette canada i don't even know um oh wait yeah they have they have uh what's her name starts with a j uh j- Jasmine, I think she's on Winter Games. So I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure she's one of the contestants that's going to be on Winter Games start that starts filming next week. I uh if I get something in the future about the ending, sure, I'll I'll, I'll release it, but I'm it's never going to be anything detailed like I do for the US version. So that's what I know. Michaela Lindsay the final two, he chose Michaela, he did not propose to her, they broke up shortly They're off there and they're not together right now. That's all I know. I've gotten a few emails the last few days about Michaela hanging out with Dean or she, Dean was on her Instagram where I, I don't know. I don't follow. I did not know who Michaela was until last Wednesday. Like I didn't even know that was a contestant on Canada. So I have no idea what's going on with Dean. If anything, I don't care. Um, I've given you my thoughts on Dean. I think the guy's a piece of shit. So uh, whatever if she wants to hang out with him. So be it not my not my concern but that is your ending to bachelor canada as for future seasons i have no to to say like will you be getting stuff for the future i have no idea i had no plans on getting this it just landed in my lap but that's uh that's how bachelor canada plays out as for winter games one final thing here it starts filming next week there are so many names being thrown around about who's in and who's out you know, Mike Fleiss had tweeted a couple weeks ago or maybe it was a month ago about, oh, Peter's in for winter games. But then Peter did an interview shortly thereafter saying specifically, I don't know why Mike Fleiss tweeted that. I haven't signed on for anything. And uh, the latest I'm hearing is that Peter wasn't lying and he's not on winter games. So I guess we'll find out more of the cast because they're doing a opening ceremonies, quote unquote, in Manchester, Vermont next Tuesday. The fifth is that Tuesday? And I had retweeted it because Chris Harrison put it out there. And so that's the – I'm sure when they're – it's like in downtown Manchester, Vermont. So they're going to be walking around the streets or something, I'm assuming, because they're telling fans to show up. I'm guessing they're going to allow fans to have cameras. So we'll probably know the whole cast that day when it happens. But, yeah, I mean, the names that I've heard, I've heard Dean. I've heard Christina. I've heard Josiah. I've heard – who else? Dean, Christine, Dean Christina, Josiah, uh, Ben Higgins. Um, uh, who's the other one? I'm, I'm totally blanking. There are other names that I've heard. I sorry, I didn't write these down. Um, those are names that I've heard that that, that are doing it, and um, I've heard other females' names too. And now I'm cl- completely drawing a blank. But sorry about that. But we'll know we'll know next Tuesday when. The opening ceremonies start and people are taking pictures, so no worries there. I don't know about uh, the other things I tweeted last week in regards to Chase and Jasmine both being on this show X on the Beach by MTV. They are currently out in Hawaii filming that show, although maybe they were, uh, you know, quote unquote, eliminated or sent home or I don't know how the show works either. But they were definitely out there filming. They, I posted the link to the site that covers that show, it covers a lot of MTV spoilers, and they have pictures of Chase and Jasmine there, so they are definitely confirmed to be there. And then someone sent me a link last week that Bachelor in Paradise Australia is having their first Bachelor in Paradise season uh, right now, and Australia's ha- yeah, Australia's having their first Bachelor in Paradise season. It's filming right now, and Jared. Haybun and Grant Kemp are part of that show. Like, it, you thought people going on this show to stay in the spotlight and so they can be on paradise was possibly bringing down the show. Now you have to start thinking that these people are going on to go on MTV shows because now the current season of Champs versus Pros, the MTV's Challenge, we've seen Josh Murray is on that show. We've got Chase and Jasmine on an MTV show. We've got uh, Jared and Grant on in Paradise Australia like it's almost going to be never ending now and you know what can you do I mean these people want to stay in the spotlight and they want to continue to hawk products and stuff like that and they're gonna they're gonna do what they can to keep their name out there and if someone offers you a chance to go on those shows and I'm guessing they're getting paid and then that's what they're gonna do so Yeah, expect to see those shows coming up in the future. But uh, that's really it. I want to thank you all uh, for listening. I know I probably rambled a little bit, but I wanted to give you the exact timeline of how everything went down and why you haven't heard from me in a week and why I haven't commented about anything. But uh, you've got your spoilers now, your Final Four breakdown. Once again, Tia finished fourth. She got sent home after hometown dates. Kendall, Becca, and Lauren were the three that got to Peru for overnights. Kendall was eliminated at three. Becca and Lauren are your final two. And Ari is engaged to Becca Kufrin. The What does she work in? P- she works in like PR in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, whatever the case may be. I don't. Sorry, Becca, I don't know your job. But um, yeah, he is engaged to her. And uh, by posting this today and by talking about it on my podcast, probably a good chance there's going to be a lawsuit thrown my way. It sucks. I certainly, <laughs> you know... Don't want to wake up every day thinking, "Oh, is the lawsuit coming today?" But that's essentially what it's going to be. Um, and I, I wasn't the only other option I had was to not spoil this season, and that just wasn't going to happen. Um, the information I have this season, like I said, did not involve any wrongdoing or any improper communications. Hence, the reason I'm spoiling what I am. Uh, I am not going to be intimidated by them. I'm going to continue to do what I do, and I, I, I had my back and forth with my lawyer. We. Sent our response to them. They didn't respond, so I'm like, screw it. Here come the spoilers. I will deal with the consequences. Let the chips fall fall where they may at this point. But um, absolutely, absolutely I'd like to get news outlets uh, covering this because I think this is a big deal. This is a violation of my First Amendment rights and my freedom of speech. And I don't know what this show's deal is with me because I... Many people can tell you how all I do is bring attention to their show, and it's basically free advertising for them. And people that like my site and like what I do watch the show to see if the spoilers are right, and even the trolls will watch the show in hopes that I'm wrong. So you've been on the show 15 years. You've produced 34 seasons. You're adding a fourth show with the Winter Games next year in 2018. Obviously what I'm doing isn't affecting their bottom line. Because ABC wouldn't continue to put a show on the air that was consistently horrible or losing money every year. It just wouldn't happen. So that's why I don't understand what their deal is. I mean, I I know the basic of it is, the basis of it is, yeah, they wouldn't like it to be spoiled. But I'm sorry, when your show is taped in advance, and especially the Bachelor season, which has six weeks from the time filming ends till the time the first episode airs, stuff's going to get out. You do you do dates in public where stuff does get spoiled. Like I just don't get these people, and I and I never will. And I guess I'm just going to be fighting this battle with them until something happens. But I'm not backing down, and uh, and we'll see what happens from here. You know, uh, I'm just going to have to deal with it. So anyway, thank you all for uh, tuning in. I appreciate it, and we have podcast. Episode 6 on Stitcher Premium of the He Said, She Said podcast with Charlene Joint. That is up today. Also, this this podcast, podcast number 54, is brought to you by Credible.com, an online marketplace for student loan refinancing using Credible's simple platform. takes less than two minutes to find out if you're overpaying on your student loans. You could save thousands by refinancing. All you have to do is visit Credible.com slash reality, answer a few questions, and right away... You'll get real rates, not ranges of rates, from multiple lenders. Checking your rates will not affect your credit score, so you have nothing to lose. The average user who refinances through Credible.com saves almost $19,000 over the life of their loan. And for a limited time, my listeners, you guys, will get a $200 welcome bonus when refinancing through Credible.com slash reality. That's Credible.com slash reality. Thank you once again for listening. I appreciate um, the support next year, next week will be one year that I've been doing the podcast. Pretty amazing that uh, this happened to be the last episode before we start year number two of the podcast. Um, how ironic. But um, I'll be fine. I'll get through it. I appreciate any well wishes sent my way. And um, keep chugging along. Keep doing this. So thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you next week. See ya.